0: my name is john it's my good buddy andy finally off assignment and you're listening to the packers blitz podcast the podcast done by two diehard packers fans survived the dark times of the 1980s packers football and lived to talk about it packers blitz is dedicated to the greatest fans of professional sports packer fans hey andy hey john (laughs) well to
1: to answer your question to answer your question john i I learned some native hawaiian words or olelos (laughs) as they're called in the islands olelos right that i so you know they learned them while on vacation on the big island of hawaii and uh oahu
0: must Uh, be nice
1: yeah it's it's rough uh yeah gone for about 10 11 days so it it was pretty awesome wasn't it for me, yeah. I guess, but sorry people out there, but yeah, I know people in Wisconsin were brave in the weather, but uh, not me. So uh, so come now and take this journey, this huakai, as they call it in Hawaii, uh, with me. Uh, so we got olelo, which is the Hawaiian word for language or word. We've got huakai, which is journey in uh, Hawaiian. Uh, Maui is the name of, a, of the demi, demigod and trickster who snared the sun. Variations of his legends are revered in the cultures of Hawaii, Samoa, Tahiti, Tonga, and others in the Polynesian Triangle, a region of the Pacific Ocean formed by three island groups at its corners, Hawaii, Easter Island, and New Zealand. Uh, another Hawaiian word that I that I uh, wanted to talk to you guys about today would be Moana. That was that movie from uh, D- from Disney <laughs> that's on Disney Plus right now. Moana means actually ocean or open sea. And then there's a there's one that John's gonna love, Menahune. Uh, Menahune are said to be an ancient people of Hawaii who possessed extraordinary strength and energy. Legend has it that they accomplished great feats of construction in a single night. So we got Menahunes, Menahune. Um, hulo means hooray. We're going to be using hooray. that word a lot tonight. Hulo and mm-hmm. mahalo. And people have probably heard of that one, of course. And that means thank you in hawaiian so yeah i learned a lot of words over in Hawaii. Nice. So pretty awesome so john packers fans uh probably thinking this is more of a history lesson than anything sorry,
0: Come on, <laughs> sorry about that.
1: <laughs> yeah let's get to the packers um so so it was a once in a lifetime adventure uh, a journey or a huakai that took me over four thousand miles away over 4,000 miles away from my awesome state of Wisconsin. Mm. I will say that when I left Honolulu, it was 72 degrees. That was at night. And when I landed in Madison, it was a brisk, a brisk minus one degrees here. Uh, I love living in Wisconsin. However, uh, to be quite honest, I did not want to return to this. Uh, We are used to temperature swings of 40 to 60 degrees in a matter of a day or two here in Wisconsin, but, Mm -hmm. but the reports of minus 10 degree temps with 20 minus 20 to minus 30 degree wind chills, uh, no bueno, Ah. uh, especially when it was upwards of 80 degrees in the islands. Uh, you know, yes, that's a temperature swing of 90 degrees. And if, If one factors in the wind chills it it, you know it was a temperature swing of well over a hundred degrees however however john packers fans lil wayne uh there were three things that warmed my heart in hawaii and none of them had to do with the temps number one hooray hulo the packers own the bears number two hulo the packers own the cowboys especially in the playoffs (laughs) more on that later Uh, number three hulo lil wayne now follows us mahalo thank you lil wayne Uh, my son nolan says that he is an awesome rapper with uh, a great fashion sense so shout out to nolan and thank you for that um i i do know who lil wayne is and <laughs> now i know a little bit more thanks to nolan so nolan's a big fan of lil wayne uh so john aloha uh, i'm finally back uh mahalo for soldiering on without me and providing our fans with great commentary from the heart the last few weeks and episodes of packers blitz yeah you did uh four episodes uh, without me i you're you know your voice is, is seems to be fine uh, but the last one i think was like yeah. 54 minutes long and that was all you so you did a couple of yeah. shorter ones a couple of longer ones i listened into those in hawaii and uh thank you very much hey. for that mahalo and uh you know you did a great job so so thank the question you. i do have for you though is uh, out of those seven native hawaiian words which one is your favorite you know you got some pretty cute ones like menahune you got moana you got uh you know uh maui Huaka'i, Olelo, you know? So is there one that you hmm. kind of like, maybe like uh, I, I kinda, Mahalo, Hulu,
0: uh, Hulu? Is there one that really, really, wanna <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I really want I'll,
1: to lay ya? I don't know. Really want to
0: No, I'll, really want to lay ya? Is that out there? Okay. No, uh, no, hula. I don't think so,
1: but I i don't know, I can look into that Hulu? for you. So.
0: I like that, uh, Hulu, Hulu. Hulu? Hulu. I like that. I like yeah. that. Okay. Okay. I love it. Yeah. It means, I like that.
1: Yeah, that's a great, great word. Hooray! Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Hulu, uh, hulo. Watching that Packers game, wasn't there? Hulo. So, so we're gonna we're gonna get going on this episode, and uh, we keep saying we're gonna keep it under an hour. There's no way in heck tonight, no, people, really uh, that that's it. happening because now I'm back you know, and I've got a lot haul. to say. Yeah, it's we gonna be, be over an hour, folks. So um, so the second uh, section we we're going to talk about, um, you know, what the pundits and experts are saying about the Packers' impressive 48-32 victory over them Cowboys. Uh, so this is going to be very interesting.
0: Very interesting. So
1: John and I will alternate on this. I'm going to take the first one because I'm kind of heated yeah, sure. up about this one because the episode that was the day after the Packer game, basically this is the first thing he said. Uh, Fox Sports' Colin Cowherd. And he said this, debacle Your in day. Dallas. <laughs> debacle in Dallas. And now I think that was on the 15th of January, and that's the first thing I heard him say. I'm like, seriously, Colin, seriously.
0: What the? Colin, God. that
1: is our dictionary word here on Packers Blitz, and you are not allowed to use it, ever. No, John and never. I own that word. Yeah. We use the word debacle. To describe many apocalyptically bad things that occurred during the whole Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers uh, divorce slash saga. And mm-hmm. a certain NFC championship game on January 18th, 2015, and a 28 22 Packers loss to Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks that will not be spoken of again, but it probably will be. No. Um, both were total debacles. Debacle, debacle colin don't use our word again by the way suck it pete carroll at packers blitz we (laughs) give you a final middle finger salute yeah john any quick comments on the pete carroll firing before we move on in seattle uh i was surprised
0: as heck even better
1: i was surprised as heck all of a sudden i didn't i mean I thought it could happen, but I didn't think it actually was going to happen. He he is
0: by far one of the most luckiest and average coaches in the world, okay? And the only reason he won that Super Bowl was because his defense was so good. Russell Wilson was in his prime, and he destroyed the USC program. Everybody forgets that. He destroyed it it took five years or maybe a little longer for USC to bring back prominence of that program. And, and, you know, he was always in trouble. He was always finding ways to piss people off. I'm glad he's gone. Uh, You know, if he gets another job, no, I'm going to lose my freaking mind if he gets another job. Yeah. When it got tough, John, he
1: bolts, he bolts right Mm -hmm. away from USC. That's cowardly. Yeah. Cowardly. Yeah, because that's still, he, that's because still he burns broke all these rules. His, yep, it's like in the middle of the night. It's like, a lot like yeah. what happened in Wisconsin football with Brett bielema and Yeah, bielema, I'm glad yeah. he's fallen flat on his face. Yeah, um, so and, and I hope the same thing happens to Pete Carroll. So I'm gonna say about that. So he,
0: he will find something. You wait. Someone will give him a chance. I don't know who will, but somebody will. So well, whatever. Yeah. Hopefully not in the NFL. So, you
1: know, it was it was a debacle for Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, and the entire Cowboys organization <laughs> and its fans <laughs> fan base. It was a debacle. Uh this was a debacle. team built by Jerry Jones that had definite Super Bowl <laughs> aspirations. Mike McCarthy they did. Mike, McC- Mike McCarthy has, has oh, three Mike consecutive 12-5 and five winning seasons with absolutely no titles to show for it and another mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. and done in the playoffs. Playoffs. A yeah. legitimate MVP candidate, Dak Prescott, looked off. Yeah. He looked off and tense under the intense pressure of the NFL playoffs. So a lot of the things I was thinking, you know, Colin Cowherd unfortunately was saying and it was pissing me off because on that yeah. one day, <laughs> You know, before I could talk, you know, before we could talk, he was talking, and he's talking debacle. I mean, yeah. seriously, use my word. Stop it. So bye bye. anyway, the Packers lost the. Uh, sorry, the Cowboys lost the game at home to the youngest team in the NFL, the Packers, huh? uh, which had just squeaked, squeaked into the playoffs <laughs> as a seventh seed. Now remember, people, we're going to talk this about this a little bit later in 2020. That's when they added one more seed. Yeah. Okay. So we we were even lucky to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, we earned it. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying yeah, they, would have kept the, it. they would have kept the six seeds, the six seeds. We wouldn't have been in there. So mm. we won. So it, it it's mm. awesome. So the Cowboys lost at home again. And remember, John, uh, Packers fans out there, uh, we talked about this in episode, I think, 56 when I was last here. Uh, the Cowboys were 8-0 this year at home, I yep. believe. Am I right, John, correct. on that? I think they were. You are correct. And they scored 37.4 points a game. Correct. At home. I mean, that's yep. pretty dominant. And so… Uh, we're going to talk more about this later, but it was like, uh, this is going what we're going to talk about a lot. And what John's going to talk about now, and there's a certain word that he's going to talk about that Matt LaFleur talked about. So John, you've got this next one. And I'll take the one I got after to that.
0: Matty LaFleur. Yes. By the way, uh, I already said this, he saved his job. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> saved his job. So all you Packer fans out there, before I get to this, if you wanted him out he's not going anywhere now nope so we'll talk more know, about that later what do you think about that <laughs> yeah. but john okay.
1: as i told you he wasn't going anywhere and i know you we disagreed yeah. on we don't disagree on a lot mm. but we were not in lockstep on no, that particular not on, one no 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 i didn't think I, there I was just, a snowball's uh, chance mm,
0: mm-hmm. um snowball mm-hmm. <laughs> this is
1: looking outside right now <laughs> you know if i could actually ah! see this, no okay okay snowball's so chance in heck you know, I didn't think, yeah. I mean, I was 95% sure, something like that. But we talked about that on yeah. previous episodes. So, yeah. But you, but it's great. So, you have your opinion. I have mine. I just didn't, never think, yeah, never thought it was going to happen. The show, man.
0: You're right? We can't agree but, on everything. So, this what, makes the, a fun so what show. did Matt say? We're going to talk about he a said, couple said, wow! That's right. <laughs> yeah. Jordan Love. Wow. That's all about, I can say, is wow. Yes. <laughs> well put, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> wow was the best word to describe Jordan Love's big day in the upset win versus the Cowboys? Uh, Jordan's Love's performance for his very again Packer fans, Packer Blitz fans. This is his very first playoff game. Yes, first first one, first one. Yeah, Aaron, like Aaron Rodgers is my boy. Brett Favre yep. is your boy, Andy. Yep. Do you remember? The first playoff game from Rogers or Favre, I'm trying to think, and I'm thinking we both won it, but I'm not. I don't think we did. I would have you. We'll have to look that up. But um, Jordan Love's performance was well, just jaw dropping. I mean, he outplayed outplayed Dak Prescott on his home turf in a stadium where the Cowboys have been Unbeatable. unbeatable. Like Andy and I said on the previous podcast, before he went to uh, Alahu and Hula and all that shit, uh, why isn't Jordan Love in the MVP conversation? And it, again, they they have put these numbers up again. They're almost identical, if not exceeding Mahomes. Now there's with you know, um, oh god, I'm now I'm drawing a blank for the Baltimore quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I can see why he could win it because he uh, he's stronger in other categories, especially rushing, but whatever. And but who played like an MVP on Sunday? Dak or Jordan? Indy Packer fans and Matt LaFleur all know the answer to that. Wow. That's who. <laughs> yep. Uh the wild I, guy. So that game too, I just want to say really quickly reminded me, and I think I already said this on one of the other episodes I did really quick, is when Aaron Rodgers was against Atlanta in the 2010-2011 Divisional Playoff game, where literally Atlanta could do nothing. They tried everything, and and, and Aaron Rodgers was like, okay, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. (laughs) It was just masterful. And now I saw this, and I went, what <laughs> how is this even possible so matt lafleur this is <laughs> it's funny he's a he said i quote matt from Matt Lafleur. he's a dude he's a real dude in his first career playoffs start love completed 16 of 21 by the way if you're <laughs> if you remember they took the starters out and then dallas started out oh, come on, they would have never won that game, but kind of came back on us. And then they put the starters back in. That's when Love missed the pass and made his perfect passing quarterback rating. Uh, not perfect anymore, but he was 16-21, to 272 yards, three touchdowns. He had a maximum passer rating, like I said, up until a meaningless completion with 219 left. I don't even know why they were throwing. That made no sense to me. On Sunday, Jay Love validated the Packers' decision to move on from A-Rod uh, in the offseason and hand the reins to him. In the past, now listen to this very carefully, Packers. <laughs> Packer yep. In the past five games, Love has completed 73.9% of his passes for 1,347 yards with 12 touchdowns and a zero interceptions so many pundits pundits I love that i praise jordan loves game and started stated that he has outplayed the 2022 20, version of aaron Rodgers, which he has let's be honest yep personally i don't need to see any more and speaking on behalf of the majority i think of packer fans out there we don't need to see any more the packers have discovered for certain, they have a franchise, franchise, excuse me, quarterback, a Jordan Love, uh, which is true. And we'll talk about it in the off season because we need, I, I said in some of my episodes, Andy, I don't know if you caught it, was we have to build on this. It, it's a great thing. I love it. But one year does not a superstar make. As we know, it, it takes consistency. So, but Fox Sports, Nick Wright, so that's the best playoff game that any Packers quarterback has played in seven years. Yeah, I can't blame him. Uh, yeah, sorry, Aaron, but uh, yeah, it's just the facts. Uh, yep. ESPN's Mike Greenberg, uh, Matt LaFleur was playing chess, and Mike McCarthy was playing shoots and letters. Uh He was playing Candyland uh, to say that they were out coached. And so underselling what happened. And, uh, he says, I still don't believe it and again i said too you know you're looking at that defense for dallas and you're like man how what i hope i said i hope aaron jones gets hot aaron jones gets hot we might have a chance to win this and then i never expected that again i will repeat this again and again and again i never saw this coming not i don't know and neither
1: did i so uh apologies john Packers fans, uh, I was thankfully, uh, thankfully wrong about the outcomes of the last yeah. Packers contest, and my prediction of a seven and ten season for the Packers. So I was wrong about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: By the way. I was correct on the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers missing the playoffs <laughs> and having yeah, a seven and 10 record. So I just picked the wrong team mm-hmm. on that one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, John, we talked about this. I even predicted that Rodgers wasn't going to make it through the entire season because you're like seven yes, and 10. He's going to be more like uh, 10 and seven, 11 and six. I'm like, yeah, i going to make it through the yep. season, oh, yeah. which means they aren't even going to be over 500. And I predicted, I, I believe I predicted they were going to be seven, 10. Uh, you know, hmm. Rodgers old uh brittle Mm -hmm. uh he's getting toward the you know the end of the line uh Mm -hmm. he has a bad offensive line I think was ranked like in the bottom like two in the league maybe the worst one
0: absolutely terrible and he
1: chooses the the Jets that makes no sense
0: plus he's playing
1: on turf which got him the turf monster got him
0: you should know better
1: so all I'm saying is I was dead on on that one John though was spot on (laughs) When it came to his prediction of yes, the prodigal son, uh, when the sun, mm-hmm. the moon, the stars, uh, John was spot on when it came to his prediction of a Packers nine and eight season and a playoff berth uh, for his beloved Packers. Uh, John, amazing, thank you. However, <laughs> there is one thing that Jen and I did disagree about. We talked this a little about, about this earlier, yeah, and I am hundred percent right that. about it. Yeah. Uh, Matt LaFleur is not moving on or getting let go. So, uh, John, we already talked about that, so we're going to move on. But I just want to make that point because you were talking about (laughs) it. I was listening to you and taking all the information in, you know, letting it uh, percolate. And uh, it just wasn't striking me as something that was ever going to happen. So it's an offensive league. He's an offensive guy that actually has some – some great great ideas he opened up the playbook he let love play and Mm -hmm. look at the results you know so he's a little they were a little bit tentative at the beginning of the year that i said he says you know it's basically let it rip right let's see what happens and good things happen so you got to give him some credit for the development of jordan love And I, I, you know, a lot of people said the switch turned on about the Pittsburgh game. Uh, They lost that game, by the way. But, you know, half of the season, not as good. The other half was amazing, which we'll get into a little bit later. But uh, you got to give Matt LaFleur some credit where credit is due. So, um, you know, we can be a little bit critical of him here and there, but Uh, That was amazing what he accomplished the last uh, several weeks to get them into the playoffs. Uh, He's part of that too. So it wasn't all Jordan love. It wasn't all Aaron, Aaron Jones. Uh, It was uh, a a whole, the whole team really coming together and playing their butts off. So it's um, it's just a great accomplishment and I'm really, really proud to be a Packers fan and I'm proud of the team. So I really, really am. So, um, any other comments, John, before we move on? Nope. nope. So we Sounds got good. Hulo, hooray, and Mahalo. Thank you. The Packers butt whooping, butt whooping of the Dallas Cowboys, 48 to 32. I just keep like <laughs> I keep loving saying the score. And it should have been 48-16, but we won't talk oh, about yeah. that. Um, so yeah. we're happy with the 48 points. It's like, holy cow, what just happened? I think that former NFL player and current sportscaster Mark Schlereth said it best before the season even started when he said, this is about why the Cowboys and owner Jerry Jones will never win anything. And this is exactly what Matt said. Or, sorry, Mark said. Mark Schlereth, here it is. Oh. They may win a bunch of regular season games because they're talented, but they'll get into the playoffs and they'll explicative in their helmets like they do every year. That's the Cowboys, end quote. Well, that's exactly what happened. They got blown out by the pack in the wildcard game on Sunday. Like Mark predicted, the Cowboys team would take a gigantic, gigantic collective dump in the playoffs he just predicted the wrong location a dump directly on the dallas star at midfield so that's my little addition did you like that john About take i taking like a that dump? okay nice yeah i think he was talking about taking a explicative in your helmet yeah 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 so yeah i uh kind of went went with that whole th- train of thought and added my own little <laughs> in there <laughs> very good yeah remember like terrell owens i was just thinking of terrell owens when he went out you know to the star the dallas star and was doing all oh, this thing yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah so i was like yeah. that's what i was thinking about as i was you know typing that up so hmm. uh, john i was sitting with my family at a tiki bar i sent you the pictures poolside at koalina resort on oahu it's, it's called alani it's a disney <laughs> you know resort but uh yeah watching we were watching the game because uh there were a lot of uh, families from texas there were a lot ah. of cowboys fans surrounding us i have never seen so many people with their mouths wide open in disbelief uh, so many staring in disbelief and so many of them ordering so many cocktails ah. because the game started four hours earlier in hawaii they missed out on happy hour Uh, Even so, there was nothing happy going on for the Cowboys fan base during that game, was there, John? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so the Packers led 27 to nothing with three seconds left in the first half, and then they ended up giving up a touchdown. Don't even get me going on that. Uh, But they were up 27 to nothing in the first half, right? (laughs) The Packers then led 48 to 16 with 10 minutes 23 seconds left in the fourth quarter so again pretty total domination there hey eh, john finally yeah. there were there were two meaningless two meaningless touchdowns and a two-point conversion by the cowboys with the packers resting many crucial offensive and defensive starters by the way matt Listen to me, Matt. Do not take so many starters out with so much time left in the game. I had recurring visions of that 2015 game. Ugh. We mentioned earlier where the Packers forgot how to play special teams. We could not field an onside kick, and the Succox scored on a fake field goal. Uh, what a debacle. Uh the De- floor, I'm talking to you. John, I know, I know relax r-e-l-a-x relax relax, relax everything's yeah, gonna be fine but i was like once it got 4832 john john and they there was that onside kick and yeah. they missed we're, it we're,
0: yeah. yeah yeah and i was like crap. oh <laughs> you know uh i know i know, know. yeah back
1: nightmares exactly right so that's why i brought it up so um and then uh, the next section we're going to talk about is Mahalo, which means, uh, you know, thank you to the uh, Green Bay Packers players of the playoffs. So we've got our Packers, but players of the game. We've got our players of the playoffs. And um, John and I are going to alternate. I'm going to take Romeo Dobbs and John's going to take uh, Aaron Jones and I'll take Jordan Love. Right. We'll just kind of alternate. so. Uh the first first person because it's it happened right away. Dobbs is getting open, like wide open, <laughs> like wide it seemed open. to be every single place. So I started off with him, John, for no particular yeah. reason. Um, but there were some reasons which I'm about to talk about in a second. I take my swig of uh, you know, whatever I'm taking my swig of.
0: Oh, whatever he's drinking folks. yeah
1: whatever i'm drinking la, 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 la. so <laughs> yeah. football focus pff for short gave him its highest grade 93.3 yeah, among wideouts for the wild card round higher than puka nakua uh john nakua hmm. uh, i know you don't know too much about him but he's a rookie fifth rounder and he had like 14 almost 1500 yeah. yards this year um, so yeah. higher than Puka Nakua, he plays for the uh for the Rams. Amon Ra St. Brown, we know Amon Ra Saint St. Brown, and Rasheed Rice. Higher than them. He had the highest of any wide receiver in that round. By the way, these are all players whose teams we beat this year. <laughs> Dobbs had six right. catches, 151 yards, and a touchdown. So again, John said earlier, I, th- I think he said 272 yards that that love had 151 mm-hmm. o- of those yards was from Romeo yeah so over yeah. half okay so that's why I put mm-hmm. Romeo in there there's a reason I put him up in there you know mm-hmm. and again he scored a touchdown as well. Romeo was where art thou Romeo during <laughs> the season however yeah. he showed up. Showed up in the playoffs big time. Romeo, I apologize. I apologize that I gave you any crap. Uh, Packers blitz player of the playoffs. So I've got him and as one mm-hmm. of them. Uh, remember Packers fans, arguably our best receiver, Jaden Reed. Yeah. Didn't have a single catch in the entire
0: didn't game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And we won hmm. 48 to 32 mm-hmm. we scored 48 yeah. points without him making yeah. any significant contributions so right. thank you romeo dobbs mm-hmm. for stepping up uh usually a romeo doesn't get that wide open <laughs> i was like holy Dude. cow what's going on He's wide
0: How is he, open.
1: What, a, what what that just happened right
0: nothing made sense right Yeah.
1: so the whole game was like that And so, John, I'm going to let you take the next guy because I know you really, really love this guy. And
0: yeah. Yes. All right. So Aaron Jones, again, there's been rumors we may not keep Aaron Jones next year. We might try to cut his contract (sighs) or something. Who do you think is going to grab Aaron Jones? Jerry Jones will grab him just to keep him off another freaking team. Cause he is unbelievable. He's the best player on the field when <laughs> we played Dallas. He had 21 rushes, 118 yards and three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He was running possessed again. Yes, He looked like five, like, like he was five years younger. Yeah, so like, what the hell? And he seriously, <laughs> John looked on? like
1: the best player on the field. Like when he you did. were watching the game, he just stood out.
0: He did. He d- he yeah. did. And again, he is from El Paso, Texas. Uh, yes, he do grow up a Cowboys fan. <laughs> he did get a <laughs> hug, if you saw it, uh, earlier um, before pregame with Emmett Smith before the game. And then after the game, I think the Packer fans all wanted to give him a big hug as well. We did. And Aaron, I apologize for any poopy criticism I gave you. Goody, Packers need to keep Aaron, period. Yeah, you you do. I mean, he's a veteran leadership. He's a veteran on that team. If not for Jordan Love and Aaron Jones, the Packers would not be in the playoffs and vying, yes, folks, for a Super Bowl. I will repeat myself again. The best player on that field. Uh, so, obviously, Packers best player of the game, one of them, and possibly playoffs here. We'll see how things go. A great player, step up in crucial games and moments, and Aaron Jones did. Uh, Finn. Finn. <laughs> I'd be mean, dead. Yeah. So I was
1: talking <laughs> about more of me apologizing, John. I'm sorry for my poopy no, criticism I I of on Jones. Too. Yeah, I know. I was
0: on him too. Yeah,
1: that was more I coming was totally from me. Him. Yeah, but we kind of ripped him a new one because you know we he was hurt did. the majority of the year, but both man, did. did he step up toward the end, and he's
0: he's we one of the main reasons,
1: life. if not the main yeah. reason. Like, if he's not, there's one A and one B. There's Jordan Love, and there's there's basically him. Yeah, uh, those yeah. those two guys are two of the main reasons we're we're where we're at right now and, yeah. and we're in a check, good spot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, check our episodes. We were both ripping on him. because we were he, you know, he would go out there for like three plays and then where the hell did he go? Yeah, you're like, Oh, I guess he's gone.
1: <laughs> and then then of course we mentioned him before uh Jordan Love. Uh he had a one fifty seven point two passer rating. Uh, Just a smidge lower than a perfect 158.3. Folks, uh, this was Jordan's first playoff game. We'll repeat that again, his first playoff game. He was dynamite. Dynamite? Dynamite. Dynamite. In fact, it was one of the best playoff debuts by a quarterback in NFL history. John, Hmm. John, you there?
0: Yeah it is. I there am, was another surprising
1: green bay packers quarterback who made that list who was it so again first playoff on Dickey. Game. <laughs> correct it was not is that right yes it was none oh, other get out of here it was none other than lick lynn Dickey.
0: Lynn Dickey. he threw
1: for four touchdowns completing 17 of 23 passes Good for a passer rating of 150.4, and that was Lynn Ooh. Dickey. The Packers blew hey, out the St. Louis Cardinals, the St. Louis <laughs> Cardinals, 41, yeah, to 16, 41 to 16. 41 oh, 16. They did kick their butt in the wild card mm-hmm. round of the strike shortened 1982 playoffs. Wow.
0: Yeah. The Packers
1: yeah. then lost to no other than the Cowboys. <laughs> It was was actually 37 26 the next Mm. week in Dallas. According Mm. to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and this is a direct quote from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, it's the newspaper in Milwaukee. uh, But the victory marked the only playoff win for the Packers in the barren desert of play between the 1967 Super Bowl championship and and the Ugh. Brett Favre era, era, which began in earnest with a playoff win in 1993. End quote. No. We love you, Lynn Dickey. So yeah, hey, we only have one playoff, ex- one playoff game. One, 1982, one. between, what was it, 1967 and 1993. Mm-hmm. So wow. John, those truly were the dark times of the 1980s. Those were big. dark times, and we only again went to the playoffs once for several uh, decades. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So any comment on that, John? You know, you are totally right when you heard uh, no, off our podcast and headache. talk about the dark times. So yeah, yeah there was headache. <laughs> yeah. So, uh,
0: John, if you want to take the Zach Tom Zachy. one. Zach uh, Tom, uh, he's turned out to be a pretty good, uh, <laughs> another Goody pickup yep. on the offensive line. He fourth, was uh, fourth fourth focus round, all, wasn't it? Fourth round pick. Fourth round. Yeah, he yep. just struck gold with offensive linemen in the fourth round. I don't know. Bakhtiari was fourth round. Zach Tom was fourth round. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a couple other guys. I think our center who went to the Los Angeles Chargers, who Lindsay Lindsay like Lindsley, yeah. yeah. I think he was fourth round too. Mm-hmm. Uh to double check that, that sounds um, right. uh, he might have been fifth. Oh, no, what are you saying, buddy?
1: I don't know. I'll I'll look it
0: up. <laughs> look it up. Uh facing a gauntlet, yeah, premier pass rushers this season, including Kyle Cowboys. Micah Parsons. Like, where was Micah Parsons? I don't know. He wasn't. Oh, just really quickly with that.
1: We'll talk about it later.
0: (laughs) This is bullshit. This is total bullshit. Micah Parsons hit Jordan Love three times late, including one to the helmet with the side judge or whatever dude standing right there after the ball was released and nobody threw a flag. Not once. And I was screaming at the TV, like, are you effing kidding me? If that was anyone else, my homies, that would be a fly. So that's bullshit. Yes. But anyway, so,
1: so Corey Lindsley was a fifth rounder, John. I was right.
0: Ooh, so and four, so Zach okay. Toms
1: was two. a fourth rounder, but yeah.
0: Well, there you go. So yep. uh, plus Zach, he made a vast improvement. Yes, as a run blocker. Yes. By the way, Jordan Love was the other Packer selected to the pro football focus all breakout team jordan Love was the 24 or was 24th in the first half of the season in the second half he is now a ranked second only to boo 49s brock purdy uh jordan was first in passing yards first with an 18 to 1 td to interception ratio Second, with those 18 touchdowns. Second, with a 112.7 passer rating. And third, with a 70.8 three completion percentage
1: yeah so okay so john Zach tom was on pro football Focus's all breakout team the only other yeah. player that was on that all breakout team was jordan love uh they had that you know that wide receiver that hurts his hamstring all the time he was projected to be on that team but they he was not put on that that team yeah. so who would i be talking about christian watson christian watson <laughs> yeah and so two of our players did make it and uh so congratulations to them and uh yeah he uh sack time only gave up two sacks the entire year and he didn't give up mm. a single one to uh to to parsons either so parsons. What, we're going to talk about that in a second right now so a little side note john the cowboys led the nfl in quarterback pressures with 44.7% of pass rush attempts against the Packers. They pressured Love on only 19% of his dropbacks. Huh. The Cowboys were 7th in sack rate, yet they didn't get us didn't sack Love at all and only hit him 3 times. Trace 3. Perhaps even more remarkable, the Packers held Micah Parsons to one pressure, one in 19 rushes, the lowest single game pressure rate of his career. In fact, Zach Tom didn't allow a pressure in nine matchups with Parsons. So again, Zach Tom was pretty dominant. Uh, he's been dominant pretty much this entire season so i figured i'd mm. give him some kudos and plus they said he's improved yes. his run blocking as well so i figured i'd put him in there we don't recognize the offensive line as much um i did didn't make him one of our players of the game or player of the playoff game or whatever yeah. um yeah but uh, i i did for uh this next guy i got to talk about him myself so i'm going to do that john
0: Keisha finally Keish- doing something right Keyshawn
1: nixon Keyshawn Nixon had 11 tackles. He was tied with Quay Walker for the team lead. He had one sack and two passes defensed. He was all over the field, John. I don't know if you noticed. It was like a blur. He was. He was all over the field and helped keep CeeDee Lamb in check the majority of the game. Uh, So um, I put him in as Packers Blitz player of the playoff or playoff game. Um, So I got him in there, too. Uh, so, John, any other players you would like to mention? We've got uh, again Dobbs, Jones, Love, and uh, Nixon. So, you got anybody else for us that you'd like to?
0: Yeah, to mention. I, I want to give. A <coughs> excuse me. I want to give honorable mention to Preston Smith. He had a batted ball, and then he had a sack <laughs> when they put the starters back in. I think it was like with, I don't know, two minutes to go in the game or something. And uh, he had a sack that took a ton of time. No, it was like a minute something. And he had a sack that pretty much closed out the game. Uh, And he's been playing really well. I want to look up some stuff for him, but he has been actually, you know, not too bad. You know, so that's something we'll have to consider because remember... He was on the trade market. Uh, if we would have traded him, uh oh, I think we would have regretted it. Uh, because I think he's playing pretty damn well.
1: Yeah, some of our veterans have definitely stepped up. Uh Kenny Clark has, and so so is he. Uh, he's been pretty consistent. Like he's been getting like a sack sack and a half uh pretty mm-hmm. consistently, pretty consistently the last few day, games. So good shout yeah, out to absolutely. him. Absolutely. So I was trying there's right. so many people. So many players. Yeah, there's a lot. That you could recognize during that game. Oh. Uh, Darnell Savage, uh, Jair Alexander with some big interceptions. Uh, Oh, boy. Darnell Savage returned one for a touchdown. I actually missed it. I, You know, I I was transitioning from one TV to the next, right, Ah. at the resort. And I was like, what just happened, you know? And so uh it was kind of funny because yeah, yeah. my son uh Zach had it on his phone or something and he's like showing me the, you know, oh this just happened or whatever. But um so yeah, it was like uh that was kind of how the game was. If you uh went to the bathroom or went got some food or of to drink, all of a sudden you would have missed something. Uh because they something. were scoring a lot. And yeah, yeah and, it was and like often, a and game. it didn't matter. Halftime didn't matter. It just continued the second half. So they scored three touchdowns in the right. second half as well. So
0: yeah, yeah. So really quickly, okay. Uh, Musgrave, I want to get honorable mention too for staying on his feet. <laughs> <We're> gonna, <laughs> and he was so yeah. wide open. Yep, that yeah, was pretty funny. Yeah, they we're they gonna said t- that in the in the post uh, game speech. Okay, floor was kind of making fun of him. Mm-hmm. He's like, "And eh, Musgrave stayed on his feet." Everybody's like, "Yay!" Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. We're gonna talk, we're gonna talk to a little bit about that in a, in a minute. Yeah, but, okay.
0: Okay. All right. So, so go on with your uh
1: synopsis. Synopsis. So four things that really struck me as I was watching the game, and it probably struck John as well. But these are four things I, you know, I've got. And then John, yeah. if anything comes to mind, just just say it. Yeah. But I was trying to narrow it down too. I uh, like the Packers of the later Devontae Adams years. Hmm. The Cowboys were too reliant and focused on getting CD lamb the ball at all yes. costs. Well, it cost them the game. The Packers couldn't get to the Super Bowl a few years back because Aaron Rodgers had his go to number one wide receiver. And that was basically it. That's all he was cared, cared about throwing to, even though he had other guys open, he's only cared about throwing to, you know, yeah. Devonte or tay or whatever he calls him so um you know so jordan jordan love having a plethora a lot of uh pass catchers copious amounts uh created big time matchup problems for the vaunted dallas deep the cowboys and defensive coordinator for the cowboys what's his name again
0: oh gosh uh quinn
1: yeah quinn oh i'll look him up Right, sorry, I forgot to put his name in there because I couldn't remember it as I was doing it. Okay, so they couldn't focus uh, on eliminating just one weapon. So uh, you, Dan Quinn, yeah, the defensive Dan coordinator Quinn. for the Cowboys. So they just couldn't mm-hmm. f- focus just on one person. So you got Luke Musgrave. John just c- called him out. Dontavian Wicks, Tucker Craft, Christian Watson, he played. Jaden Reed, yeah. Romeo Dobbs. Aaron Jones, who do you stop? Who do you stop? You can't mm-hmm. stop all of them. So that leads uh-huh. me to my second point. My uh, second point in my synopsis here: the Packers had better players. That's simple as that. <laughs> Aaron Jones is better than Tony Pollard. Jordan Love may be better than quarterback at quarterback than uh, Dak Prescott. Oh, he boy. may be. In that game, he was. Uh, the Packers O-line was better than the Cowboys D-line. Uh, again, they only gave up, they, gave, they didn't give up any sacks. Uh, with the exception of CeeDee Lamb, the Packers had a better receiving core than the Cowboys as well.
0: Um, mm-hmm. So
1: again, that was another big take I had. I was just like, I was watching the game. I'm like, I think we have better players. I think we're deeper. Right, John? So yeah, that was my, deep. so that was my second take uh the third third one in my synopsis here uh the packers have a have the better run organization goody i'll take mm. goody over jerry as gm uh we <laughs> so have a deeper roster lafleur i'll take him over mccarthy as head coach better game plan and play calling during that game so i'm taking Lafleur. uh many publicly owned you know uh you know people that own the packers right over the few the many over the few which would be jerry jones making the business and operational decision decisions jerry has too much power john that's where I, what i was getting yeah. at with that one uh, you don't have that in green bay that has its pluses and minuses too but i would say yes, overall can. the packers have a better run organization that was the, my third point uh, my fourth one that I kind of realized here uh, realized something else. This wasn't a fluke win. It wasn't a no, fluke. The Packers have beaten. They have beaten the Rams, the Lions, the Chiefs, and now the Cowboys—all playoff teams. So no, it's not a fluke. So um, you know, again, that was my fourth take. Uh, any other takes that you had, or anything that you wanted to add to my no. list?
0: Not really, other than I again, I think it was funny when um, I was listening to Matt LaFleur. And in my uh, episode, I was like, just throw haymakers, just all gas, no brakes, all gas, no brakes. Just keep going, go, 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 go. Just keep going. And Matt LaFleur basically said that we're just going to throw a bunch of haymakers. If we connect, we'll connect on a few or connect on one. And he was just, he was talking exactly what I was like. He listened to our podcast, Andy. Yeah, he was just I, like, "Yeah, we're just gonna go and we're gonna, we're just gonna go fast and we're gonna play fast and we're gonna play hard and we're loose,
1: gonna, you know, gonna play loose, loose, go for and it. We're gonna play loose. You got nothing to lose. There. we're expected to yeah, win. We're, gonna, we're uh, and, and, what was it? Seven and a half yeah, point underdogs or whatever seven and it was. And a
0: half. I seven point eight was the line before the game, and it probably could have went to eight. Yeah. Uh, so whoever, but the Cowboys, I think you probably lost your house and I'm sorry, but that's football, <laughs> that's gambling too. So uh, that was the only thing that Lafleur is finally starting to adapt. He's starting to say, okay, yeah, I get it. We're not supposed to be here, but you know what? As long as we're here, what the heck? Let's just play. Let's yep. See what happens.
1: Pull out all the stuff. And, and
0: that's how you win games. It's how you win games whether you win it outright or you do lose it because then you can go well we did everything we could yep. and you know nobody can say we didn't you know and, okay. it, and it looked yeah.
1: like they were having some fun out there too john so yeah,
0: everybody was just when it was like 27 to nothing uh, at, at that time everybody was just like crazy like "Woo, we're gonna win this game and they didn't even think about losing. Nobody was like, you know how you get, uh, my friend Kurt was texting me when they, when the Cowboys scored that, in my opinion, a meaningless touchdown at the end of the half, which shouldn't have been a touchdown, yes. by the way. Uh, <laughs> and he says, I'm worried, texting me. I'm yep. worried. And I'm like,
1: "Yep." no. Wasn't that a no, false start, John? That. Was that the one they were All talking start about? Okay. okay.
0: Yep. I'll start on Dallas. Yeah, I was yeah, wondering did. about
1: that because they we'll were complaining the about that mm-hmm. one, and I'm like, I was trying to remember what oh, play that would have been. And, yeah, yeah. And, and one the other half. quick
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. One other quick thing. The refs suck again. They're <laughs> god-awful. They're just terrible. I said it in the Bears game. You missed that, how bad the refs were. They were absolutely atrocious. And in this game too, they didn't call late hits on Jordan Love. They didn't call holding and that (laughs) on the Cowboys, and also that one where they said, Oh, that's a horse collar. Are you stupid? You're standing right there. The guy was, uh, Quay Walker grabbed the outside of the, I think Pollard's uh, shoulder pads, which you could clearly see. Which you can do. Horse collar. Uh, Uh What? (laughs) I was like, What? No. You can see if a guy puts his hand out. Cause you jerk back, you go like, Whoa, you know, you kind of, when someone grabs you from behind, you go, "whoa," and you jerk back? The guy just went, ah, and and they just caught it. Yep. And I'm like, but there's another guy sitting there. Why didn't he just go? Oh no, 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 no. But John,
1: John Goodell. He, everything's fine. This is like the best. Oh, everything's best fine. the giraffes. best of fishing yeah, ever. This is the best yeah, I've seen. Job. This is awesome. That's a guy that's good out job. of, t- out of touch with like reality. He's
0: totally out of touch.
1: Uh, and out of touch with the fan base. Um, oh, so is, so what's, what's the after there? Is he trying to have good relations uh, with the, I don't know, I, I, I don't I don't know, know. with, with the ref, I don't know. with their union or whatever they got <laughs> going on there.
0: Why would he care?
1: I, I have no idea, care? but I know the owners can't be happy about it. And he's, he, no, he's, he's hired by the not. owners. He makes money for the yeah. owners. That's who yeah. he works for. So oh, yeah. then I have a problem with the owners. If they yeah. are, you know, um, telling Goodell to say those type of things, cause that's yeah. couldn't be farther from the truth. Could it? So. Yeah. All right. So things, John. Okay. Oh, things that made me yeah. go. Hmm. Okay. How did Luke Musgrave get so incredibly <laughs> wide open on his T D versus the Cowboys? <clears throat> Packers fans. Please read the article from Packers Wire in USA today. Basically, LaFleur used deception to leak Musgra- Musgrave out. First. Fake the run to Aaron Jones. Second, fake the throwback to Aaron Jones off the run and roll out action. Finally, leak Musgrave out to the backside of the play. There is not a single coverage player on Musgrave's half of the field. According to next Gen stats musgrave had 17.2 yards of separation (laughs) Jeez, that's like what is that john that's like over 50 feet right (laughs) you know 17.1 17.2 yards of separation the sixth most since 2016 john the sixth most yards of separation so next gen stats john uh packer fans out there they started in 2016 with this next-gen stats so anyway that's why since 2016 if that makes sense this is sixth most but anywho he was wide open let's just leave it at that lord Mm. you know lordy lordy uh so love ended up throwing a 38 yard touchdown pass to luke yes packer fans it was the safest looking pass that was ever lobbed up there but it got the job done if the Packers fan, if Packers fans remember, this was a modification to the play that Musgrave was so wide open in the opening game against the Bears at Soldier Field. So yeah, so John uh, Lafleur actually made some modifications to the play, so they kind of disguised it, um, so mm. that uh, Dallas didn't really recognize what was going on until it was too late, and then pow, yeah, right, bam. But man, that guy was open, wasn't he? Um Jeez. So the second thing that made me go, hmm, unless you got some more to add about that muskrat. No, match. no. Okay. No, second no, thing. Good play. Did did any Packer fans know that the Packers' offense was number one in goal to go situations, ninety five percent touchdowns, which might be the best in NFL history? Did anybody Packer fan know that? So no? we're number 1 in the red wow. zone with in goal-to-goal situations, 95% success rate, John. Wow. So anybody know that? <laughs> I didn't. Huh? Fortunately. I didn't know that. Fortunately, Dallas on D wound up in the bottom third of the league in red zone D. They were in the bottom third. That was quite possibly the key to the Packers win over the Cowboys because yeah. this is why, John, aaron jones scored on runs of three yards one yard and nine yards the cowboys Mm -hmm. d simply could not stop aaron jones on those not one not two not three touchdowns they could not they could not stop aaron jones in the red zone could they john goal to goal situation so that was pretty Pretty darn awesome. So that was kind of in reference to Jordan Love and him on the sideline when they're going one, two, three. Okay. So, third thing that made me go, "Hmm, how many times have the Packers lost at AT and T Stadium?" John, how many times? Never, never, not once, ever. <laughs> the Packers improved to be to, to be, uh were six and zero, six and zero there. Uh, <laughs> undefeated whether it was rogers matt flynn <laughs> or yeah, matt love flynn. at quarterback the packers just don't lose in dallas we have demolished dismantled destroyed decapitated disemboweled uh dallas in dallas sorry john i know i got carried away with that but Whoa. i was trying, i was getting going with the d's yeah <laughs> so
0: guess,
1: um, and it all kind of Working rhymes with, with dallas so it all works so um Woo. yeah so we kicked, basically, have kicked their butt. Um, and it's a debacle for Dallas, isn't it? Yes, debacle. Debacle, that's our word. So, John, do you want to take our preview yeah. of the next game? Unless you have something to add to what I just say about no, anything no. A lot that of, made a lot you go. Hmm?
0: A lot of good stuff. Okay. A lot of good stuff that makes you go. Hmm. Okay,
1: so now we're on to next game.
0: So now we're on to game preview against the 49ers. <laughs> uh in the nfc division around santa clara at levi's stadium saturday january and by the way just really quick before i get to this the nfl screwed us again roger goodell hates the packers they put us on saturday night yep. on january eighth, seven pm now why do i say they screwed us because freaking san francisco has all this time to rest they don't dare put san francisco on an earlier game because that might destroy their nappy time or something so they put us on saturday night so we get one less day to prepare thanks a lot uh and then uh, to make things worse uh (laughs) right now as of it is right now and that depends upon some injuries that are out there Nine and a half point favorite San Francisco is over and under is 50 a point of five. Yeah, and so and
1: John, sorry to interrupt. I forgot to put it in there. It's at 7- oh, 15 ahead. at night. So 7:15. Yeah. And sorry. they'll start
0: it at 7:30 because they'll have some idiots singing. That game at Dallas, I turned it on at 3:30. Uh, no, nothing's happening. I'm like, Where what, what am I missing? Did I miss something? And then, like, quarter to four. Okay, let's kick it off. I'm like what? <laughs> what the hell are you guys doing? So, um, and I'm going to get to, in my prediction, I have a seer prediction that might be good for us. Just like last Ooh, week, I, juicy. Said, I said that this Dallas game reminded me of the 1995 San Francisco 49er divisional playoff game. Mm. No one gave us a chance. Yep we went in there with Brett Favre. We didn't kick their butt, but we pretty much dominated that game. And at that time, that is the prime time of the 49ers. I mean, that's when they were still really good. Not as good as maybe a couple of years earlier, but they're still very, very, very good. So, we, we play the
1: 49ers again, John? <laughs> yeah. It sucks. We play him again. Okay, we, so... We have screwed so, every time. Yeah, so, anyway, so tell yeah. us how many times it's been, John. Here we go.
0: Tenth time yes. NFL record.
1: It's an NFL record.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. According to Dustin Dorsey, nice name, Dustin. Dustin of Dorsey. In the, of course, he's in the Bay Area yep. with Dustin. The winner of this game not only punches a ticket to the NFC Championship, But will sit atop the all time playoff win record in NFL history as well. Uh huh. Yeah. Too interesting. Yes. All right. So here we go, folks. Just like last week when I was reading about (laughs) Dallas, you're going to get sick of this, but prepared to get sick of this. Yeah. So, San Francisco, here (laughs) here we go again. Sounds exactly like Dallas, which maybe is good for us. The 49ers are in the top four of almost every single offensive core category quarterback brock purdy mvp candidate he shouldn't be by the way very similar stats to love he is the most efficient quarterback on downfield passes uh oh boy Yeah, this guy can't. Yeah, I think Brock Curdy,
1: John, just to interject, uh, he averages like nine yards a pass or something like that. That's correct. Nine
0: yards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that's kind
1: of what I was getting at. And he's quite accurate on those downfield passes. He's got some weapons, though, which you're about to talk about.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, which MVP MVP candidate that I agree with, led the NFL with 14. 159 yards rushing, 14 rushing touchdowns, five point yards per carry, 564 yards receiving, seven touchdowns, 8.4 yards per reception. <sighs> Over 2,000 total yards, yep. 21 touchdowns. <laughs> That's so it. he is a problem.
1: Yep. Okay. And he so missed why, the game too, John, on top of it, and I He think. missed the game He didn't too. even play yeah. all in all the well, games.
0: Well, yeah, because they didn't play the guys in the last game.
1: Yeah, he was hurt, but Uh, he's he's coming back. He's practicing with the team. Mm.
0: Wide receiver Debo Samuel, 892 yards receiving. Uh, By the way, he's always a problem for us, no matter if he's healthy or not healthy. Uh, Seven receiving touchdowns, 225 rushing yards, which is a big problem for us. Five touchdowns, over 1,120 yards, and 12 touchdowns. Yep. Then you get wide receiver, branded Ayuk, 1,342 yards receiving, seven receiving touchdowns, uh, tight end George Kittle. Uh, uh, I, I like him, but he can be kind of a dick sometimes. Great we'll run see blocker, how he though.
1: Great blocker. Great run blocker. He's complete 1,020
0: player. yards receiving, six uh, receiving touchdowns. Samuel Ayuk and Kittle all rank best in their position groups in yards after the catch. So quick, John, I was going to say, so you got four players there, four
1: weapons, Mm -hmm. four Purdy, that they all have over 1,000 yards, total yards, right? And Christian McCaffrey has over 2,000, which I don't think happens very often in the the NFL. Um, They probably set a record or two this year with that, I'm sure. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so sorry to interrupt.
0: No, no, no! Uh, linebacker Fred Warner, which <laughs> if he ever becomes a free agent, yeah, uh, Goody, I'm talking to you. You go get him. He's a dude because <laughs> he is a dude. Uh, he is a problem. 132 tackles, 11 uh, passes defended, four interceptions, uh, four forced. Yeah, foul. you have to know John uh, yes.
1: exactly where he is. Where, where he is, right? Yes. Okay, he's all over. Absolutely. Yep.
0: And then. uh, I, everyone can pick on me, uh, packersblitz80 at gmail.com. If you say I'm an idiot, I don't care. I don't think Nick is that's good. You may say he has 10 and a half sacks, but think about this. They have arguably one of the best and deepest defensive lines in the game. And yep. he has 10 and a half sacks. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, come on.
1: That's John. You should
0: have at least 15, that's
1: actually all I could come least. up with for him. That yeah. was the highlight. He's, I mean, I was like, "How many not, forced fumbles does he have?" And how many? He only no. had like two forced fumbles. I'm like, I'm not even putting you, that down. There's like not. He doesn't have a great stat line except for no. having over ten sacks. So yeah. I don't think he really he, you, earns his money. Yeah, i just saying.
0: Oh, he's got a boatload of money. He's not yeah. earning. So I mean, he he doesn't defense against the run that great. He he should have at least fifteen sacks. At least. And he's just, he's just a guy. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Let's Call me an idiot. That's fine. Okay. Keys to the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to probably add to this. We'll, we'll talk about this. Go right because ahead. It's going to be exactly the recipe we've been following over the past three or four games. Packers. Number one Packers defense needs to tackle immediately and wrap up yes yes if anybody remembers the 2019 playoff game against the 49ers they're still running no yep. <laughs> they're still running okay number two the packers defense needs to limit uh McCaffrey, which is gonna be hard but the key to that is don't allow him exactly to run wild and catch 10 passes <laughs> on the back right you gotta Intain. get up on
1: limit him, him. Correct. He's gonna get gotta the, get up. On yeah, him. don't let him right. win the game all by yeah. himself.
0: No, no, no. He can't, no, he can't go let for let two him, touchdowns, right. three
1: touchdowns. Yep. We will lose the yes. game if he does that. Yes. Okay.
0: And, and get some of our big boys: Kenny Clark, Devontae White, T.J. slayton Carl Brooks. Get him up there and smash him, because yep. he gets start to beat. He gets beat up. You can tell he starts to like. Okay, I'm not going through there. I'm going to go over here. Uh also, the Packers defense needs to get after Brock Purdy. The Packers are sixth in pressure rate, and the Packers D-line will have to play like, their pants are on fire, which I agree. <laughs> Use the blueprint, I agree, from Baltimore Ravens game when Purdy was under constant duress and threw four interceptions. It's the same, the same thing I said about uh, Dak Prescott, is make him force... Get him to force the ball. You make Dak get off his spot and force the ball. There's a problem. That's exactly what the Ravens did.
1: Yep, make him make him, him uncomfortable.
0: Make him right. Make him have to decide: Am I going to run? Am I going to p- pass? You can't have McCaffrey out there. You know, sitting. You know, sitting down five yards. It, 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 no, if you get on those guys. And make him make a decision and make him force it. Yep. He's in big trouble. Yeah. Just like so that. John, I watched
1: what? that Ravens game. They, the Ravens defensive coordinator, whoever he is, had a fantastic game plan. He
0: That's he Donald. was
1: blitzing and disguising his blitzes really, really oh, well. And fabulous. Purdy didn't know
0: <laughs> what to do. What
1: to do and how to nope. set up his, you know, protection schemes correctly. Yes. And so, yep. you know, there were linebackers that would get up at the line, back out. They had they had guys coming from the corners. Uh you know, just again, uh just a great uh game plan yep. by the Baltimore. And uh because absolutely. he's also a young quarterback, uh they got him flustered and frustrated and he Correct. looked he looked awful, absolutely awful yeah. in that game. And they, they got absolutely. their their behinds kicked by the Ravens. They did. So
0: All right yes absolutely and now number four this is an easy one obviously packers <laughs> o-line needs to continue the great job that it has protecting his franchise quarterback jordan love uh number five jordan love needs to continue a stellar play that has been so consistent the second half of the season mm-hmm. number six aaron jones needs to continue his stellar play the last four games he's played almost 120 yards per game and a uh Touchdown! That is what the Packers desperately need him to do. Now, let me add to this too. I said this on my last episode, and I know you're going to say, "John, really? What are you thinking?" Okay. The other thing they need to do is look at Jordan Love. There's double coverage out there, and you're like, "But I think I can get it there. Throw it." And I know that sounds stupid. And Andy would scream at the TV and tell, <laughs> text me and say, "You're an idiot." just be decisive. It's okay. Just, just say like, just like Favre used to do. Like, I trust my arm. I could get it to him. And he did this that same thing when he threw uh, the touchdown pass, I believe, to uh, Romeo Dobbs. I think it was in the third quarter. I'm not really sure. Yeah, third quarter where he threw between two defensive linemen. Go look at it. And you like, why did he throw that? I sh- I wouldn't have thrown it. And he threw it right between them, and it was just an Aaron Rodgers or a Brett Favre pass. So that's what I say with Jordan Love. The other thing I say with Jordan Love is just trust your offensive line. Stay in the pocket. It's okay. Just, just set your feet, get ready, throw that ball with conviction, okay? Aaron Jones, let's say it's not going so well, at the you know, because they love to get on with their rush defense. Keep running them. Keep hitting that. hole. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, the other thing too is, please, in the name of God, <laughs> use Tucker Craft more. Last game they hardly used them at all, and I was like, wait a minute, Tucker Craft is hot. He was hot coming into this game without Lucas Musgrave. Now you have two of them. You have Musgrave and Craft. So who are you going to cover? Just like we just said, who are you going to cover? You can't. Fred Warner cannot cover both. He's going to be the guy covering your tight end. Or the running back out of the backfield. You, so there's Tucker Craft. Hello. Yep. <laughs> I'm open. Get, get them involved
1: Thanks. early, John. Right? Get them involved yeah. in the game. All
0: right. Get, get, the, get the Titans involved early. Now, I'm I'm gonna say this again, <laughs> Joe Barry. <laughs> you have been doing so well. We are so proud of you, Andy and I, and mm-hmm. Packer Blitz fans and Packer fans. We're so proud of you. Keep it up, buddy. You did pretty well the past couple of games. You've been mixing up blitzes, mixing up coverages, trying to get pressure near the second half of the game was a little bit of a like what happened to the blitzing and stuff against Dallas. But the Chicago game was a masterpiece. He was just like, is that Joe Barry? Like who stole his clipboard? (laughs) It was crazy. So that would things I would add additional. And then um, we're going to go into offense advantage, defense advantage, and see where we are. Yeah. Uh, Do you want me to read that? No,
1: I can do that one. It's, uh, you know, basically, you you know, either way. So we got, you know, the Packers are playing the the 49ers again, you know. (laughs) Okay. Again. So we got San Francisco versus Green Bay, Green Bay versus San Francisco, whatever. So I just, I decided to take each of the areas and and who has the advantage and basically it's pretty simple on offense the advantage goes to san francisco i'm sorry they have better players mm-hmm. on that side of the ball well, on defense yeah. i think the advantage also goes to san francisco uh but that's i think is a little bit narrower uh, especially the way we've been playing lately but i'll give the advantage to san francisco uh they are a little bit suspect john on the back end and we yeah, might be able are. to take advantage of that. They they don't have the world's greatest yeah. corners and safeties. So, um, Hufanga, uh, there's one of their really great safeties was out for the year and so um, yeah, so I think we you know are, are closer than but still the advantage goes to uh San Francisco. On special teams it's about even. Uh, there's really no big separation between the two teams. The Packers actually might have the advantage, which Keyshawn, uh, Nixon. Um, but I'll just leave that at, at even then as far as the coaching goes, I, I'd have to give the advantage to San Francisco. Uh, the head coach Mm -hmm. is Kyle Shanahan and the defensive coordinator, especially him (laughs) would be D'Amico Ryan. So yeah, Mm -hmm. so that's what I have for that. Uh, Do you agree with me on that John or not?
0: uh kyle shanahan oh owes his playoff record
1: to the packers <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah so he's six and i believe six and three in uh his playoff record is yeah three of those wins yeah. are against the packers <laughs> so imagine if we just won two of those games what was his record be? you know what i mean like, uh, it'd be like what uh, yep. four and five Right. See what I'm saying? Yes, I, so I do. So he's not that he's not he's not that great. So let's get the prediction.
1: Yep, I've got uh, you know I've been wrong the last few weeks, which is fine with me. I'm yeah. pretty much sitting yeah. at 500. So, but I got I've got the 49ers winning 31 to 24 over the Packers. Uh, I think the the 49ers <laughs> just have too many play playmakers to overcome for our yeah. defense. Yeah. So I've got them. Yeah. I've got them winning. Um, and I wish, I, I wish the, I mean, I hope the Packers win for sure, but that's who I've got. Yeah. Uh, John, do you got any ideas on that one? Yes. Or? Okay.
0: I got to get some Seer, I got to get some Seer music. Ooh. Okay. Okay. You know what this game reminds me of? The 2011 NFC Championship game okay. against the Bears. The Bears. And the reason I say that is. Okay. I just have that feeling. There, there feeling weren't many the Packers. There weren't were many points Packers, in that game, was there? It was 10 to. Yeah. No, it was. Uh,
1: it what the heck was it? Yeah, it wasn't much. But. Like, yeah.
0: um, okay. I'm still going to go 27, 49ers, uh, Packers 21. Okay. But here's the big but. Okay. I have a feeling again. the Packers can win this, and I—I I just have this weird. They're on a feeling. hot
1: streak. They've been playing well they're, for sure. So. When they
0: went into when they went into Chicago, what did they do? Right, they had that monster game against Atlanta. Just obliterated them. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Then yeah. they
0: go to Chicago, and you know this time this is the third time we were playing them, and we just played them uh the last game of the season and won like 10 to 7 or something weird like that um and this was you know Bears had a good defense Brian Erlocker uh some nice defensive pieces on there um had a pretty good offense safe up <laughs> their quarterback uh jay um but if you remember that game it was just seemed like the Bears were going in with all this Hey, we're a better team. We, we, you know, we feel we can win this. We're at home. We're finally gonna do this, and there's a lot of confidence. And then the Packers just came out, just ball control, kept on moving. The we didn't score a lot, but we kept on just holding on to the ball, scoring when we wanted to. And then when there was that that big play of Brian Urlacher uh intercepting uh Aaron Rodgers and mm-hmm. he had a free path to the uh to the end zone and Aaron Rodgers basically threw his body in front of Erlocker knocked him down saving a touchdown and that was kind of like okay we're going to win this so no. if that happens See her, see her again. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that could well, be. Well, Cutler had true gotten true. gotten
1: hurt in that game too, which of course didn't help the Bears. All oh, right. Cause, Cutler got hurt in that game. Again, Cutler's not the world's greatest quarterback anyway, but that particular yeah. year he had played pretty well. So, but, but you, yeah. so you got so the 49ers go. winning 27-21 over the Packers, correct? Yeah. Okay. But, okay. I, I, but I just you want can see to it add, go the other way.
0: I can see it go the other. Okay. But I just want to add people. We're in the divisional playoff game. If you said, including me, if you said we were going to be in the divisional playoff game, I would have been like, oh, that's nice. That'd be great. But okay, I don't see that happening. And now we're here. So why not, right? Why not? So we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, so I wasn't I wasn't here the last last few weeks, John, as you know. So I wasn't able to give my uh my wildcard round predictions, but Oh, okay. Uh, so you're just going to have sure. to take my word for it. I was 4 and 2. Yeah, of course. But. I was wrong against the uh, with the Packers, of course, and the Eagles game I was wrong. I had them winning and they didn't. Uh John, I believe according to what I heard from you um you were wrong about the Packers, the Dolphins, and the Eagles. Because you had the Correct. Dolphins beating Casey. I did not. I thought the Chiefs I did. are at home. It's cold weather. Miami's coming from Miami. No way in heck. Uh the Dolphins lost a couple of their top pass rushers, so they couldn't put the pressure on Mahomes. So anyway, I had yeah. picked uh the chiefs that was one of the games i was most confident about i wish i would have put some money down Mm -hmm. on that but that's all (laughs) you know nobody should gamble but if i was going to gamble i would have gambled on that game Mm -hmm. so so anyway i believe you were three and three and if i'm wrong just let me know so um but we were both wrong about the packers and the eagles winning and you were wrong about the dolphins so but in the division round this is who i've got Uh, we've got the texans at the ravens i've got the ravens winning i got the home team winning um
0: oh i agree ravens yep. okay
1: so then we got the bucks at the lions i've got the lions winning that one as well uh i, I just agree. can't see the bucks winning another game nah, i
0: i don't I, I don't know
1: what they're doing with, with smoke and mirrors or what they're doing it with because yeah, yeah they really just, took it to, to the eagles i just don't i just don't like their quarterback i know he played perfectly against us i just don't like him as a player and uh i know he's got some weapons and whatnot but so do the lions and it's no, at he's... Detroit. i've got the lions winning that one john yeah, i get
0: the lines So that. uh
1: then they got the chiefs at the bills that's a tough that's a toughie um uh, because it seems like Mahomes i'm going has, with chiefs yeah that's gonna have to do with the weather conditions uh i've got the bills mm-hmm. winning so mm-hmm. we disagree on that one. Okay. so i've got the that's bills the i uh you know there's a lot of teams in the National Football League that I like, and uh, everybody pretty much knows by now, I kind of like those uh, blue-collar-type cities like Pittsburgh, and, and Buffalo is one of them as well. Plus, my aunt and uncle live in, yeah. in Buffalo, uh, Laura and Phil, so I've got I've got uh, the Bills winning that one. Otherwise, I'll catch hell when I see them in a few months. <laughs> so, But I've got the Bills winning that one. I think uh, Josh Allen going to play a really good game, as long well as he doesn't turn the ball over like he likes to do. Uh, I think they'll win that game. So I've got them winning that one. So we'll see what happens on that, won't we, John? So we're going to conclude tonight. We're going to try to get through this, John. I know it's been a long podcast, but we're going to move on right to our conclusion, if I can get down to it. (laughs) Just give me a second. Scrolling down. Okay. So as I can't move down any farther, just give me a second.
0: Oh, my gosh. You apologized a lot.
1: I did. I apologized a lot during this podcast, didn't I? Um, yes, you did. Apology after apology after apology. That's what happens when you're wrong a good good hunk of the time, right? We just saw something that has never happened before. In 2020, the NFL added two more teams to the postseason field. We talked about that. So, So for the first time ever, a number seven seed beat a number two seed. John? According to John Bueller of fansided.com, enjoy one of the biggest upset wins in NFL history, Packers fans. Savor all those precious (laughs) Miller lights, end quote. So, yeah, we won, John. We won. (laughs) So, hopefully this Sunday, Packers fans will see something that hasn't happened in a long, long time. Since 2001, in fact. A Packers victory over the 49ers in the playoffs. The Mm. 1998, Jerry Rice fumbled. He fumbled. 2012, 2013, and 2019 seasons have all brought devastating defeat after devastating defeat for your Green Bay Packers. So Mm. 2001 was our last playoff win over the 49ers. Do you remember that, John? Wow. 2001. Yeah. However, it was yep. also the year that Brett Favre threw six interceptions <laughs> in a 47 sorry 45 17 beatdown at the hands of the St. Louis Rams. The next week, the Rams yep. went on to win the Super Bowl. By the way, right, John? So I think yeah. that was Mike Sherman was our coach at the time. That's when we Correct. had like a Green, blah blah blah. So. Um, yep. So it's was 2001 was our last playoff win against the 49ers. So sorry to be the bearer of bad news all over again uh, for people who had forgotten about that or remember that or whatever about that uh, debacle against the, you know, the Rams that went far through those six interceptions. So hopefully the Packers will not lose for the fifth time in six playoff meetings against the 49ers in the last 26 years. It's uh it's strange. John uh Packers fans out there Packers Splits fans out there. The Packers have been able it's it's strange that the Packers have been able to have such success against the Cowboys. However, the Packers cannot seem to get over the hump, so to speak, and beat the the 49ers. Packers fans like John and I uh you know sure hope that this is our year. This is our year just like in 2001. So hopefully 20 23 and the 2024 is our year, right, John?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just so,
1: it's just strange. So. The dominance that that's happened with us well, in certain teams and then Yeah, it's our, our inability to beat other teams. It's, it's just frustrating. Yeah, it's kryptonite, exactly. It's our
0: kryptonite because in 2019 I thought we could could beat them. We had a hack of a team. And then what did they do? Ran the ball on us crappolo yes, I always say him crap, not Garoppolo, because he sucks. Yep. um Through, if I remember, eight total passes that game. Eight.
1: Yeah, and he was and awful. Moster, he was Mostert ran all over us. that game. Over. They manhandle the the defensive line, the offensive and line. And then if you really go good.
0: back even further, I'm sorry to bring up nightmares. People, mm-hmm. <laughs> go. Colin Kaepernick is still running at it. and i remember and i've already i've said this many many times this is the only time joe buck made any sense when it was i think for like the third touchdown kaepernick ran again and joe buck and just this just honest just open rant for all packer fans said i don't believe it why does the defense stop that they've seen it so many <laughs> why can't they stop and he was literally like yep. as frustrated as a packers fan that's the so, edge i remember started the edge. Laughing. Yeah. yeah and then we played him again at lambeau and we were in that game and then kaepernick in, in the fourth quarter does the same thing runs around where's kaepernick now i don't know somewhere I'm not <laughs> the nfl that's for sure yeah and then. If we remember 20, uh, 22, 2022, uh, they come into Lambeau. We have all, we're the number one seed again. We got them in the cold. We got them right where we want them. We're sitting there. I think we're up like 10 to three in the fourth quarter or something like that. Maybe third or fourth quarter. And then our punter gets the ball and they're rushing him and rather than he do the smart thing and just step out for a safety like okay we'll we'll take the two you know and kick him the ball that's okay our defense at that time was a, just playing out of this world i mean it was just crazy how well they were they were playing. good yeah and uh, probably one of the best defensive games the packers ever ever played they and what what does he do kicks right into the guy right into him and I they blocked the punt. If sail's in the air, like a hundred feet, the Packer players are like, where in the hell's the ball? This big fat guy, I don't even know who his name is from the 49ers, grabs it, goes right in, they tie the game. And then, you know, Aaron Rodgers can't. He's yeah. Devant Adams, Devant Adams, Devontae Adams. Right. And then what do they do? They crappolo gets him in the field goal range. Mm-hmm. Robbie Gold, who I cannot stand, by the way because he said on live television, F the Packers. After he kicked the game winning field goal, he turned to the camera and said, F the Packers. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that's weak. That's really weak. You know, come on, yeah. be a little more, you know, be more sportsmanlike than that. And they won 13 to 10. Yeah.
1: And, and it, and it should have had. never gotten to that, John. That Never game was so there. frustrating to watch uh, because yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers though yeah. needed to play like an MVP. He needed to play, a good, play oh. a good game. He didn't play a good game. Didn't and the no. thing was, uh, I think the first touchdown we had it, it was on our first drive or second drive or whatever. And they looked was really good. Try. They looked really good. Yeah, and right then, down the field. Then they couldn't build off of that, and so yeah. you needed to make adjustments. You needed to do whatever you had to and- do to win. Um, I don't remember so, if it was one of those fumbleitis games for Aaron Jones, and hopefully I'm not jinxing him in this uh, upcoming yes, one. Yes, he got, yeah, he got
0: hit. Yes. Yeah, I thought yeah, he had he a was, crucial
1: fumble or two during that game. Yes, he had and
0: Mercedes Lewis. Okay, yes, so
1: so again, um, you know, that's why you lose. You can't you can't do that in the playoffs yeah. and and yeah. win. So, so like, but
0: so just to make sure everyone understands, we are I wouldn't say lucky to be here. We deserve to be here, but enjoy it. Like, don't drive yourself crazy. When I was watching the Dallas game, I had my nice beer. I had my <laughs> nice chips and dip. I was like, yay, if we win, this is great. We'll play well. And then when we were winning, it's blown away. I was like, hell yeah. All right. This is the yeah. same way I'm gonna approach this game. Yep. Chips and dip, it's, have a beer, it's it's lean uh, back. It's hulo. Yeah. Hooray. Hooray. Hooray, hula. Yeah, yeah, and again, we're talking yeah, about
1: like you said several yeah. times the last four podcasts yeah. that I wasn't on uh yeah. on assignment, uh house money. <laughs> and I heard that on money. some podcasts today. Yes. Um, on iHeartRadio or whatever. I was listening to some podcasts and they're like, House money. Backers, yeah, I I saw saw house, house money. money, house money, house money. I'm like, oh. they steal that from John, because that's what he was talking about the last <laughs> several weeks. And we are, you know, it is house so, money at this point
0: yeah so it's kind of like when uh, you go when you go gambling and you
1: go to the casino or whatever and then they give you 20 bucks to spend or 10 bucks or whatever and they just give you You that money and then you play it and then you get up a little bit and then you keep playing oh Hmm. i'm down now yeah you know but you had that house money yeah so
0: yeah so last thing i would add to and again i know packersblitz80 at gmail.com if it's fourth and five and we're on the 40 uh on the san francisco 49er side and it's fourth and five i'm going yep, going and you go like whoa whoa whoa, john what do you, you what are you talking about let's let's not do that let's say it's 10 to 7. if it's 10 to 7 maybe i don't go but i'm probably gonna go and the reason why is because again when a team knows you have nothing to lose that's when people start to not scared, but they go, "Oh crap! I'm out here for another play. I'm out here for instead of you know five additional plays, I'm here for ten additional plays." That starts wearing down the defense. That starts making your coordinator go, "Oh crap! Okay, I got to keep my defense out there because I'm not really sure what they're going to do." And that can lead to good things. Yeah, maybe so get I'm an offsides like, call. You yeah, get it out, you get a penalty. You get something. Yeah but the main thing is attack attack attack, you, you attack. yeah so you go with, if you lose this game you go well we did everything we could and they still beat us so i don't know what to tell you you know and that's okay you
1: get you're right? driving your car you got an eco mode and you're like well i'm yeah. taking it off at of eco mode i'm putting on sport and yes. i'm flooring it put the, put the it. pedal to the oh, metal yes. right
0: no yes, yes. okay So let's add this up here. (laughs) Andy, it's great to have you back. I miss you. I love you. Please hit like and subscribe uh, wherever you listen to Packers Blitz podcast, uh, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Also, please send your questions in for AskAndy at PackersBlitz80 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear something. Uh, We'd love to ask some questions and everything, answer some questions. And, you know, we will be back win or lose after this game to talk about it. And we'll be back in the, and also in the off season to talk about, you know, what do we need to do? It'd be great if we held the Lombardi trophy. Uh, but if we don't, that's okay. How do we get there? Right? So Andy, anything else you want to add before we wrap up?
1: Mahalo, John and Hulo. Mahalo. Hulo. Hooray Packers victory,
0: hooray.
1: right? Hooray. And hopefully, a, hopefully a Packers victory on Saturday
0: as well. All right. So go, Pat, go. Go, Pat, go. Go, Pat.